This podcast is part of the Dark Myths Collective. Visit darkmyths.org to discover more shows like this one. The darkness awaits. Hello everyone and welcome to... The best podcast in the 31st century? Yes, I agree. That's my diagnosis. And that was a terrible Zoidberg. It was close enough. Yes, you got me, Zinger. And as always, I'm joined by... Good news, everyone. It's me, Eric Berg. Yes, perfect. Um, We are going to be doing the first... I, I, I feel I've touched on Futurama, but this is the first full-on episode discussion. And the way we're approaching this is... We're going to do our top three favorite episodes, and I'm doing this in regards of, for me, it's the ones I can watch over and over again the most. So, stuff like Jurassic Park, I mean Jurassic Bark, or the more emotional heavy episodes, like the um, the season finales and stuff like that, right. I would say for maybe another list, but these are just ones that I just find humorous. That's, that's how I picked it. I did not give these parameters to you, though, sir, so I don't know how you picked yours. No, that was, that was pretty similar. Uh, the three episodes that I picked are ones that... They're kind of a combination of, yeah, I can watch them over and over again. They're ones where parts of them, whether it's quotes or themes or whatever, have just really stuck with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and But then, yeah, they're always good for a chuckle as well. So so just to, if, if you're not aware, Futrama was a series done by Matt Groening that ran from March 28th of 1999 till technically September 4th of 2013. With a, for now. Yes, with a uh, the podcast episode that yes, there there is a a couple years ago. Yes, there's there's that. There's also they've done crossovers with the Simpsons too. Yep, and they I don't know if the comic's still going or not, but I know it was for a while. Yeah, I was gonna say not because I feel like with the Simpsons comic, it's the same thing where it kind of like I feel like is that a thing, and then I'll see a new issue or a new stand. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. But yeah, so it it lasted till September of 2013, and there was an interlude where it was not on the air for several years, which was a sad, sad time for us all. But um, no, I I thoroughly love this series. In my opinion, Simpsons holds a special place in my heart, but this is the perfect series in my opinion because. Futrom is one of those things where it had so many times where it was about to be taken off the air that they always had a good wrap-up to it. Like, every season finale was a good kind of series end point. Yeah, no, they I mean, they have ended it very well. And, I mean, even how, as of this recording, how they've ended it, mm-hmm. it's it's done in such a way where the door is open, where if they wanted to, to pick it up again through some other streaming format or channel or whatever, they could totally do it and it would be like boom and i mean that's the nice thing about being in the future and being animated is you have that leeway to continue right where you left off and it's you can use time travel or cloning or whatever you want to do and you can just pick it up right right from there and the thing you were talking about was the radio rama yes uh chris hardwick uh on I can't remember if it was still Nerdist Podcast it's, or if it had switched to ID10T, but it uh, says they on did, here Nerdist Podcast. So they, yeah, they did like a, a a radio only, and it was a full episode of the show. They had you got the entire voice cast uh, together, and they did this this audio episode, which was actually pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, uh, David X Cohen, who we, if you've been a long time listener of this show, comes up a lot. Comes up a lot. Um, Simpsons and of course well anything Matt Grading involved but he also is the one of the minds behind the um disenchantment yes yes the other Matt Grading yeah I, I, was, I, was, I, I blinked for a second for some reason and I was just like I can't remember it for some reason but um so the other thing we're going to do is we're going to do our favorite characters. Now we are we I did put some stuff on Twitter but I will say that I did not put the rules on Twitter but me and Eric agreed to leave out the three main characters. The big three. Yeah, the big three of Lee. Um, of Fry. Oh, I'm trying to remember. Philip J. Fry, Bender Bending Rodriguez, and then Charanga Leela. Yep. Yep. Leave out the, those three from it. So, with that, who would be your favorite, sir? So, I went back and forth on this a lot between uh, Professor Farnsworth and Dr. Zoidberg, but ultimately, and not because we share part of our last name, I'm going to have to roll Dr. Zoidberg. Uh, I just, I love Dr. Zoidberg. He's just, he's, 
he's it's like this whole like is he just a genius or is he an idiot and i think it's sort of it's a, a, a combination mixture of both yeah and uh, just just all this stuff i mean he's a doctor and he's performed surgery but then like you know he attaches fry's arm and under his other arm when he after he cuts it off uh and then just how he's just the constant loser but like in a fun way he's not a meg griffin where he's just a punching bag or whatever no. right? but he's he's a loser but he doesn't know he's a loser except when he does he really knows he's a loser <laughs> I, I, I definitely agree. Zoidberg was up there for me, too. And it's funny because the joke for him, and this is also a series I watched way too much of the commentary for, um, they they even said that the joke eventually became, like, he's not only a bad doctor, per se, but he's also poor right. and hungry all the time. <laughs> and and they, they said that they, they could only trace it back to there was, like, one joke made. About like him not having money at one like, like just, right. just in one scene, and for some reason that's been a, that that carried on forever in the series. Because I feel like toward the beginning he wasn't shown as being quite that incompetent or poor he, he was, or whatever. He was just sort of like, oh, here's a weird crab man alien who is a doctor. Yeah, and it's just I think it was to be weird, and then it's like, and then kind of like with any character on any long long ish running show is sort of he gets Flanders, Flanders eyes where they kind of they pick the they pick the 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 quirks and the foibles and they really just play those up. Mhm. So I I mean that that's a great choice and like I said he was a very close runner up for me but I have to go with the professor. He the, that, the, that was he was my runner up. It, the, was, it was between Yeah, those two. it was back and forth with us with that one cuz my my thing is the good news everybody the just and all the, the variations. The, yes, yes. The um, <laughs> bad news, everyone. <laughs> uh, and I mean, I, I did watch a few additional episodes because I did go by a lot of what some people said on our Twitter, which I will get to in a second. But, um, but yeah, there, there's there's a lot of jokes in there. there. There's a lot of stuff that they go back to with the professor that always comes back up. Oh, uh, a few of my favorite jokes with him are like the um, oh, I, I need to go to my like angry dome, and, 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 and then you're like, what? He wanders off, and then there's a visual gag of him just yelling in like this dome on top of the building, and then there's another one where I can't remember the episode, but he was thinking about something, and a disco ball came down and was like above him, it was helping him think or something, and it's just he's so perfectly crazy. He is nuts. He's insane. Um, Billy West, who does his voice, yes. he um he had a like a limited run podcast. I think it's like ten or twelve episodes called the Billy West Podcast. Um, and he one and he other than one other person, he did all the voices. And there was one of the characters who was like a basically a younger version of the professor. Um, and so, but it was it was just great because I just the entire time since it's a, a visual or a, a sound only thing. Yeah, I uh, I just I was imagining him as the professor the entire time, and just that voice is so. And that's that's my favorite one to. I'm not maybe not the best, but I, it's just fun to sit there. And go, Good news, everyone. Bad news, everyone. everyone. <laughs> no, I mean he. he he's Monkeys aren't donkeys. <laughs> He's such a great character, and he had such like insane inventions for a while too. That that would kind of pop in and out. Um, the smelloscope <laughs> is one of them that that was just like the dumbest idea ever. But for some reason, they continuously used it. Cubert um, kind of fits in with the professor to an extent because he's technically, I guess, the he's the clone. But yeah, younger. he's his clone slash son, but it's like. Yeah. But he's like such a like he's like even though he lives with them like he's like either in the background he's like Scruffy where like he'll be in the background and, and maybe have a line or whatever. And you but joke that Scruffy was going to be your pick. Which I, I, I would have been fine with. Scruffy is also was also I'm I'm not even lying. Scruffy was in the running because he's just such a funny background character. Just he's so yeah. But uh, the reason uh, I love say me some Scruffy. Cubert is because on the in the episode where he gets hit on his head and he figures out how the spaceship works and that it it doesn't rotate it doesn't travel it rotates the universe, universe around, around it. it yeah and it's, it's, the <laughs> ship comes up and they they rotate do a yeah. do a matrix and, and that, that that was kind of the joke of like he finally gets to the professor thinks yeah and it's totally insane <laughs> also um I I'm I'm gonna maybe lead with one of my episodes that I picked ahead of time I mean Eric already knows but you the listener might not. Um, there is a great thing where he's ordering food and it's all Soylent something or another, which of course <laughs> Soylent Green is people. So, uh, yeah, just wanted to point that out real quick. And and I think it's um, I think it's what I can't remember what what the wait what the waitress says to him. She's like, I'm just gonna get I'm you guys. Gonna yeah. Get, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like a hot dog you, or something. Uh, yeah. What, what what was it? 
Because it's from it's from our one overlapping episode yeah, yeah, that, yeah. We, that we that we picked <laughs> of a coke monsieur. And I, <laughs> no, because because then because then she points out that they're in the twentieth century. And, I mean the the night the 1940s and then he reorders but it's even more ridiculous right it's, it's, it's like a it's like a coke monsieur um uh like side of me it's it's something oh, well, ridiculous because that was one of those lines in particular when i rewatched because i hadn't watched it in a while and so yeah. when i rewatched i was like that's amazing i need to remember that for when we record and then i forgot yeah i've there, there's so many lines i'll remember very quickly and then forget instantly but that that definitely is one of them um so We've done our favorite characters. I'm going to go over now the list of Twitter responses to the what is your favorite episode and or character from Futurama. Oh, great Twitter machine. Tell us who are our viewers' favorite characters. Uh, Ray pointed out, and also he pointed out that he is going to fully watch the series, too. Nice. So that is, that, that is awesome that, that we got somebody on board to watch the full series. Uh, he said Bender, always Bender, and uh, I, he says that the first episode he liked a lot because it goes super fast. <laughs> it, it's it, it's it's great on setup and everything. It's, yeah. It has a lot of show in it. Well, and you know, they said uh, I remember Matt Groening in an interview saying, you know, when we started The Simpsons, we didn't know what we were doing. When we started Futurama, we knew from episode one what we were doing and where we were going. And now with Disenchantment, they obviously have a through. As we said in the Disenchantment episode, Simpsons has no through story. Futurama has story elements that they peppered in, and yeah. then this is a full blown story going. So. Um, the next one I have is, of course, from longtime fan of the show and uh, occasional hostage of the show as a guest. Uh, Phil Rude said the one with the space bees that kill Fry <laughs> and the one with Slurm. I'm assuming the one with Slurm's referring to the Slurm factory. Yes, I, actually, that was almost one of my one of my picks. It and, was not, but uh, and that, it was that, close. I watched both those episodes because the B one does appear again. And the B episode is one that... I get why it's one that's really good for a lot of people because it's a nice mind game and yeah. it's a very touching kind of. Most of the time, we see stuff from from Fry really caring about Layla. Yeah, and this time we kind of get the reverse. Yeah, it was, but, it was a but nice, then uh... then the end, of course, it's flipped to where it's like they both were caring for each sure. other the whole time. And that that one's got a few good jokes in it of the um is honeycomb honeycomb big yeah yeah <laughs> that, that, was, that was one of those i forgot and then they and then um they, it's mentioned that the honeycomb big yeah 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 and um the other thing i really thought that was funny and this is actually pointed out by somebody else who commented another uh frequent hostage of the show david luzader said the space Bees episode is one of his has one of his favorite moments in it can you take a wild guess? It's From, the start of a scene. Wait, which episode? The Space Bees episode. Is the one where Fry comes in naked and what is it and says... You're really close. You were really close. It is the moment where the scene starts with Bender on fire. And everyone <laughs> runs up and puts him out. <laughs> yeah. And there's no explanation there's of no why explanation he's on fire. Right. No, that And then that's, of course, from David Luzader. So that's another great moment. Um, I... See, when you leave memes, I kind of just got to guess. Or, I mean, leave gifts, I just kind of got to guess. Of course, David from Tales from the Fandom left a uh, image of Zoidberg with him dancing, going, hooray, good, people are paying pick, attention to good me. Good pick, good pick. So, I'm, I'm assuming he's meaning Zoidberg. Whoop, 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 whoop. Um, we have one from John. Um, John ba- Barlin, who um, has... Ber- sorry, John Berlin. Who points out the? It is the one from the Amazon's episode. It's showing the um the the robot machine from that. Oh, nice! And that that also is another good episode. Mm-hmm. And that is called back to in the bees episode because um he was he gave good snoo snoo and it's the one woman that shows the other. It shows a radiator and then several other people and they're like ah. Referring to Fry, uh. The Casual Fangirls podcast said that their favorite episode, for and they put, for some reason, I can't remember the name, is the one where Fry gets stung by the bee. Uh, it seems to be a popular one. And their favorite characters are Fry or Zap Brannigan. I, I almost, that was also one of my in-the-running characters. Zap Brannigan is amazing. Zap Brannigan is amazing. He's so in- great. And, and I mean, I'll, I'll I, one of my episodes heavily features him, so I think sure. I'll, I'll wait for my Zap Brand again. Um, Anthony Ryan put that uh, season five, episode two, Jurassic Bark, is one of the best episodes. It starts off so funny, 
but then ends so sad. Breaks my heart every time. Favorite character is Zoidberg in one of the best episodes is Good where he pick. goes to his home planet during mating season. <laughs> That's that that was also as a Zoidberg fan, that also was in the running for one yes. of my episodes, but did not make the cut. Um and then finally we have Grand Rapids play Grand Rapids plays video games. Uh they said it's gotta be Bender. And they have the um, the gift they have is the one where he's laughing. He says, "Oh wait, you're being serious. Let me laugh harder." <laughs> so, so yeah, um, de- definitely. I I see Zoidberg as a common trend with a lot of people. It's people people love the Berg. Yes, they they. <laughs> yes, what they did there. Yeah, I, I saw. I, saw, I, I heard. There. I heard and saw what you did there. <laughs> so, um, so my question is this. As we move on to our episodes, how are we going? Are we going to go back and forth? Or just do them one. Just do them one list. One list. Well, so beforehand, you and I spoke just just moments before we started recording to see what just our episodes moments. were, Fair. and we have one in common. Mm-hmm. So, so let's let's start with that one. Okay, let's do it. Um, now this one is one of the episodes to win an Emmy. That, in my opinion, I'm going to say this right now. That had no bearing on this episode for me. It, it, me either. But it, it, you completely can understand why it did. Absolutely. The 19th episode of season three, it's called Roswell That Ends Well. It is the episode where they go to watch a supernova blow up. And Fry goes to make popcorn and throws metal in the microwave. Hey, did everyone just taste blue? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's... it's, um, it's did everything just taste blue or something? Why does everything I'm taste blue? It. And then he comes up and he says, okay, which which crazy thing are you guys screaming about? <laughs> so they get propelled through time back to 1947 to... And now, I like this both as a Futurama fan, but also I'm a huge fan of, um, of course, the paranormal and stuff like that in this episode has a lot of elements of that thrown in. Like, they obviously knew their stuff, but of course it tackles the crash at Roswell. The UFO that crashed was Bender's body, and the alien they captured was... Zoidberg. Zoidberg. And that same, I love that episode because it actually takes real wor- a real-world event, or, I mean, whether it was a UFO, it totally was, but whether it was a UFO yeah. or a weather balloon, mm-hmm. it was an event that happened, and, like, <laughs> they, I mean, they hold up the newspaper where... There's the the sheriff who's holding up in the like. There's the actual photo of the sheriff holding up pieces of the wreckage, but then they show that picture and it, they draw him. He's in the same yep. pose, but he's holding up what's clearly pieces of Bender. Bender. Yep, that's that's no UFO. That's my ass. <laughs> um. So another funny thing, because every episode had like captions and stuff at the mm. beginning. Do you, do you want to take a wild guess at what this one is? Are you talking about the the quote at the beginning? Yeah. I saw it. I tried to keep track of my three quotes at the beginning, and I'm. I actually will blanking. have them for every episode. Good. For uh, I forget which was which one this was. Now this is ironic what with what the episode is re- revolving around. Okay. Fun for the whole family except Grandma and Grandpa. Because <laughs> this episode reveals that Fry is his own grandfather. And exactly, and I was going to say that all the, oh, that was going to be my next thing. It was not only does it do a cool thing with him with real world history but it goes into the greater lore of futurama and also it makes a giant weird paradox because uh, the other thing they said in the commentary for this because i do remember this is they said that they didn't want to deal with time travel but they said that when they did find and they and they do it a few other times but they said that it had to be something that was so outrageous and so like impossible that it could only happen like once right so a supernova blowing up with somebody throwing metal in the microwave and having it meet perfectly is a great reason um but since they go there fry of course they go to recover bender's body they got bender's head and i guess recover zoidberg too because they kind of point that out i i also i'm jumping around but i love all the jokes of just stuff that's future technology is just de-aged somehow right. it's only certain things <laughs> like the like like the um the chronograph or something the and chrono what you about he had like a visor and then it finally it's revealed that it's just the pinup calendar <laughs> it turned into a pinup <laughs> calendar <laughs> and then um the popcorn in the microwaves just the thing of corn sticking it's, out it's, right so there, there was there it's was more those, pop than ever before there, there was those jokes um the other thing i really like is the military dealing with zoidberg where they can't where they finally find aliens and they can't stand him right they, they're they're being driven up the wall by him 
Um, and what is it? He, he, the, he uh, contents of stomach, and it was like uh, one deviled egg. One deviled egg. He's like, I'll eat that. The <laughs> same like, deviled egg. egg. <laughs> uh, and then they're like, Well, we need to find out what kind of food he'd be. He'd be interested <laughs> he in a, eating a whole buffet just for me. <laughs> oh, but I forgot my wallet. It's free. It's free. <laughs> <laughs> It's just food splattering, and he's on the window. Yeah. Which, if you think about it, if there was a giant crab monster, it's like sucking on a window like that. That'd be terrifying. Yeah, that, that is. It t- would be legitimately terrifying. But it's Doctor Zoidberg, and he's just—it's him it, when he eats food. That's that, how that's, I am when I eat food. So that's terrifying. But then they bring in Truman. Yes. Which, which having the president there, well, the president at the time, Truman, which is great because he arrives in a like crate of canned eggs or something <laughs> and he busts out of it and then he's, he's like no one no one can know and the, the the voice acting for him is great because it's like he's talking fast and it's just everything out of his mouth is just pure gold because he points out like no one can know about this except for these high high military officials these scientists in this one crackpot um conspiracy <laughs> theorists and the guy laughs and takes a picture and it's a it's a classic photo of ufos right and I love the jokes made later where he sees UFO, takes a picture, and it's, of course, it's the, the Loch Ness Monster. It's the, it's the classic <laughs> Loch Ness Monster photo. But, um, no, when, when he gets to meet Zoidberg and everything, and he's like, he's like, if, if you come in peace, um, surrender. If, if you come to make war, we surrender. We surrender. <laughs> yeah. So there, there, there's a lot of great jokes and stuff in that, and um, I, I just really love the episode. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just a good, funny fun episode and it's got a lot of great visual stuff like like they obviously i mean this was kind of shared hand drawn and computer from the beginning mm. the, the whole show was but they yep. all they, they use a ton of stuff in that there's i i never got if this was a visual gag or not but where the planes are chasing the planet express ship and it goes into the hangar and somehow the they, they go in straight but yet the planet express ship just shoots straight right. up out of it I, mean, like, I just I, think that was a funny thing because yeah. obviously no aircraft on earth right now can really can, maneuver like that yeah, i just think it was a thing showing that's how they can escape because they have the technology we don't see how it goes and does a 90 degree angle yep but i think that's just part of it it's it's just funny because it's like this this ship can already outmaneuver it so the joke i think is it makes even a more impossible movement that you don't even see to escape too like i said this is a great episode i'm i'm glad that it was because like i said it was one of those i knew it was going to be there and I'm going to point this out now. There is a theme with my episodes, and it's an unintentional one, where stuff happens to Bender's body. Yes, that is a majority of the episode. I was going to say, sh- to be episode. fair, that's like half of the episode. Because I, I was thinking, I was like, oh, the, the one where, where Nixon becomes president again. I'm like, something happens to Bender's body, and that one too. Which, that, that one has one of my favorite lines, where it's, um, I, I wouldn't give you up sooner than you would my lowest cock sparing dog, Checkers. Dog barks, and he goes, shut the hell up, Checkers. <laughs> but that, that was always one of my favorite um, episodes, so... I'm, I'm glad we had that crossover. Um, since I lost the Smash Brothers game beforehand, I guess I'll go next. If that's fair. Is that, is that no, fair okay. for everyone? Um, <laughs> With everyone, all two of us. <laughs> all, all two of us and pe- people at home sitting there going, what are they talking about? Um, so I went, I'm just going to, th- number one's number one, but number two and number three can be alternated uh rage and bender it is the eighth episode of season two it is the one where bender becomes a professional robot wrestler and i i don't don't know if you're if you like this episode at all if it's a big if it's one there up there for you but this is just one that i always enjoyed because it's just such a great episode on multiple levels um the brain slugs are introduced in this episode because hermes oh that's right yeah that's because they're (laughs) Because because to 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 get out of that they they all go to the movies and they go see to see all the all my circuits the movie and it's the they get to pick which, um, like the the outcome which right. has been like a newer thing on Netflix I think too so it's kind of it's weird that this show from two thousand predicted something that kind of is taking place in the future, but um, he becomes an ultimate robot fight wrestler because he beats up. Um, the masked unit who is ironically in front of him at the movies. And I, I just, there's so many random things. There's the introduction of the, um, I cannot remember the guy, but he's the guy that shows up. Who's like the dirt bag, like owner of like everything. Oh, the, the guy, um, the guy, um, the guy in the suit who's yeah. like, he was like, I'm, I'm a connoisseur of men who pick fights at movies. <laughs> and then he also later, cause it's even pointed out in one of the episodes. They're like, wait a second. Weren't you the guy that was the, crooked robot fighting guy but i can't remember his name right now but yeah he bender gets um hooked on that Le- leela goes to be his trainer 
And of course, it turns out that Master Frong, who was her old like master who said girls can't do anything, was the one training using big quotations the um the robot he had to fight and everything. So that's right. just like I said that this is one of mine. It's it's got a lot of wrestling stuff. I'm not a super big fan of wrestling, but I understand it enough, so I love that. Um, Rich Little voices himself in it. There's um, there's the whole um, joke with um, it, it, it is George Foreman that, that that that's the other head with them commenting, right? Yeah. And that 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 back and forth is funny because there's like jokes made there. Like I said I'm just I'm just one of this this one I'm a sucker for to watch like a ton because it's just got so many dumb moments in it, and it's also got one of the stupidest. And one of the funniest things, because my dad always used to do this joke of, like he he like have my head and he do this and I'm I'm doing this and Eric's on when I can see it, but it's like a something sucking on your head, <laughs> and he's like, you know what this is? Oh, it's a brain slug and it's it's starving to death. And what happens to the brain slug that gets stuck on fry eventually? Ah, <laughs> uh, poor thing, starved to death. Yep. So yeah, no that this is an episode. I it it's it's a fun one, and it but it's been so long since I've seen it. Like I I I if I had known I, you would have picked this one, I would have totally watched it ahead of time just to refresh myself more because I'm sitting there going, I'm remembering bits and pieces. But so I think uh, sometime Abner days, Double Deal, Abner and, uh, Double Deal is is the guy is is the guy. Sorry, I just found his name. It's 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 Abner Double Deal done by Tom Kenny, actually the voice of SpongeBob. Wow. Yeah, did not know that. You see, I just learned something today. Um, yours, your um, next or number two. or So mine is, I guess, technically three things, but uh, it's Anthology of Interest 2. Yes. The, the oh, man. Which is uh, good, the good, 18th good episode of the third season of Futurama. Mm-hmm. Originally premiered January 6th, 2002. And so this has three, uh, so the whole thing with a lot of the anthology of interest is they have the what if machine and the characters all ask a question and they kind of see how this alternate reality would play out. And this one has three, the the three stories are I Meat Bag, uh, Raiders of the Lost Arcade, and Wizen. So actually all three of these have moments that I love, uh, that are some of my favorites in all of Futurama. Uh, I Meet Bag is where Bender uh, wonders what it would be like if he was a human, and we kind of see him uh, turned into a human, and he just goes off the rails and being a human and not a robot. He continues smoking and drinking and partying like a robot would, but mm-hmm. then in the course of like a week, he gains like a 2,000 pounds. And I love, <laughs> at the end, he gives his impassioned speech to the Nobel Prize Committee, yeah. and then all of a sudden you hear him go, woo! And then <laughs> they're like, but didn't, he's been dead. For 12 hours. But didn't he just say woo? That's just the air escaping from the folds of his fat. And they're rolling him out. And he's just woo, woo. And it's John DiMaggio just doing this woo. And it is one of my favorite. It's just a, every time I think of (laughs) the folds of his fat making the sound of of Bender, it just cracks me up. I love it. Uh, Um, I want to point out one thing with the anthology of interest I really loved. What's that? And that um, that was the fact that every time they used the what if machine... It's always a different thing that triggers it. Like it's it's a pull down thing. Sometimes oh, yeah. another time it's like he lights incense. That was actually then I'm, I was gonna say he lights incense before. I, I'm actually gonna skip the middle one because it, it has one of my most important pop culture moments for me in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the third episode in there was Wizen, where it's basically a Wizard of Oz uh, parody, and just everything about it was funny because. Fry was the <laughs> Fry was the scarecrow, and it's like, and Lilo's like, "Oh, we can take you to to get a brain." And he's like, "Why, why does that... everyone always say that?" <laughs> and then Bender is, you, you know, he's super violent, and yep. then, uh, but then <laughs> Zoidberg is the cowardly lion, but it's just Zoidberg, and he's like, "And I'm the other guy." <laughs> <laughs> and then the, the the flying monkeys go to take take them away, and they take everyone but Zoidberg. Mm-hmm. So they go in, and then Zoidberg's just sitting there <laughs> in it? a chair, <laughs> and us, I had to take a cab. Yep. And then the professor, they show up to the Emerald City, and Hermes is like, "Who goes then?" It's, it's uh, they're like, uh, "We're here to see the wizard." And he's like, <gasps> and he's like, in the background, you hear the professor go, "Are those visitors? I'd like to see them." <laughs> no, shut so- up and finish saying that will. <laughs> <laughs> and then they break their way in. You see the professor's giant head. Then it's just the professor with a giant, giant head. <laughs> and then Lila becomes a witch. Yep. But so the middle episode, Raiders of the Lost Arcade 
has wonder why you'd like this well be and i like this because well it's a great episode but the lead into it has one of my favorite uh couple of lines of dialogue between characters so you, the whole thing with the what if machine is you ask it a question you're like what would my life be like if blah 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 blah, blah or what would happen if this so it starts out with fry and he says oh I, or the professor's like, does anyone else have a question for the what-if machine? And he goes, oh, I have one. I'm good at video games and bad at everything else. That's why I wish life were more like a video game. And the professor goes, could you put that in the form of a question? And to which Fry says, uh, what if that thing I said? <laughs> <laughs> and it's just, uh, my delivery does not do it justice. The first time I saw that was one of the hardest I moments I've just ever laughed. And I still, to this day, I mean, the episode aired... 17 years ago 17 and a half years ago and i still will say what if that thing i said all the time it's just one of my favorites but then the episode itself is great and they're the lot of references nintendo 64 and another ambassador kong ambassador kong and he's like i know that 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 monkey his name is donkey (laughs) and professor goes monkeys aren't donkeys and that's also something i like saying (laughs) i've said that a few times i think when i refer to donkey kong i'll be like yeah, monkeys aren't donkeys. And of course, they go in the uh, the Pac Man maze, General Pac Man, and uh, Zoidberg eats uh, Bender. Or mm-hmm. Zoidberg eats uh, Fry, and oh, then it's like, Fry's dead. Long. Then he comes back, and he's like, I had another guy. Um, also, Lur's in this episode. He is, and Lur, uh, the player of Nintendo person. 60. Except from this, he's from Nintendo 64. 64. And they just want uh, a million, a million allowances worth of quarters so they can do laundry. Yeah, this this, this is a great episode. <laughs> um, the oh, I think there was a uh, um it was the what did Fry need to to play it was something was it Shasta and uh, it was, uh, he goes it's, he goes it's Friday he goes it's, it's Saturday night I have no date a two liter bottle of Shasta and my all Rush mixtape <laughs> <laughs> and then I can't remember which Rush song it is they're playing but then he's going back uh, and forth da, 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 da. it's pinball it's, uh, is is it pinball wizard that's not that's that, not, that's, a, that's that's not, not pinball Rush. wizard. It's not Pinball Wizard. But anyway, he's going back and forth, and then he gets all but the last guy. Fry, there's only one more! <laughs> oh, my brother had to get it for me. <laughs> reverse course, drop down, and go by the other way. <laughs> drop down, reverse course, land. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, that, that that's a great episode. Also, of course, it has Nixon as the president, and my next episode... My... Wait, this is my last episode. We're here. Yeah, we're here. Um, well, when we each have one shared episode, it Yeah, it, it, it does. Away. I mean, we're probably going to talk more about other stuff in episodes, too. No, once we each share an episode, that's it. Episode oh, just ends. Darn. Um, so my episode, and this one was one, once again, I just enjoyed thoroughly to no end. Because um, I guess it's got a lot of Starship Troopers, uh, MASH, Star Wars references in it. And it's just an overall very punny episode. War is the H word. Um, so the premise, I, I, I want to explain the full premise of this episode is Fry, Go on. And, Fry and Bender want to get a 5% military discount so they can buy some big pink, which is ham flavored chewing gum. <laughs> and there's a guy in front of him in line that gets a 5% military discount. So then they go to join the army and the recruiters sitting there. And they basically tell them exactly what they're going to do. They're like, we're just joining the army to, to make you guys out to be chumps. And we're just going to quit as soon as we use the 5% discount. And he's like, oh, you blah, blah, blah. You know, unless war were declared. And they're like, okay, whatever. And they sign. And as soon as they sign, there's like this <laughs> horn that goes off. And then they're like, what's that? War were declared. <laughs> so <laughs> it's, it's, it's great because it's. It is the weirdest setup, and there's one mini callback to it later where they're standing in, like, formation, and Fry spits out a ton of stuff, and it's bones, because he's like, this ham gum is all bones. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, no, I mean, that's 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 great, and then there's, um, of course, this is featured Zap Brannigan heavily, yep. and Nixon, which just, is also just, great. which is just also great, and they're basically going to go fight. The, they, they don't really say what it is. They're, just the, they're like, here's the planet we're going to go fight and everything. And then they do this whole training montage where there's another soldier because Leela can't come with them because they're like, oh, well, we can't right. have a female with us. <laughs> and, the, and then oh, I think there's some comment made about like there was too much pinching or something the last time we had females. Like like something ob- obligatorily sexist. Right. 
And so, um, and her thing is, well, my, my friends tend to die if I'm not with them. <laughs> so then she's not allowed to join. And then as doing the training, there's like one cadet that's like blowing past everyone. And it's pretty obvious. <laughs> it's, it's, it's Layla in disguise. But then the whole joke is made the entire episode of how long is it going to take for everyone to figure it out? Because her, the, do you remember the name she goes by? Wasn't it like something very close to Lila? Wasn't it like Lee Low or something like that? Lee Lemon. Because she goes, my name's Lee Lemon. Lemon, Lee Lemon, sir. So, um, but 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 Zap, of course, finds himself attracted to him. Right. Everyone else is um, is sitting there, like talking to her, and, and there's there's a ton of cliche characters and everything. There's the right. one guy that's um, I used to know who he was based on. Because it's the one guy who's got the piece of straw in his mouth and everything, and is like kind of country boy who's sitting there. Do you remember? He, like, right, so always, again, another episode he, I, I I I have not seen in a while, so I remember I remember this one more like the big parts, yeah. but it's little details. So I'm I'm kind of he's, blanking on this character. I I don't think they ever give him a name, but he's in there and um. Because he, he has the line, Fry, you emu belly coward. Because <laughs> Fry, like, is the only one that has a that has a charged up gun. The way they charge the guns, they, like, have to turn. And it makes, like, <laughs> Doesn't actually go dun 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 Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and they have those. And they're basically fighting bouncing balls. Right. And there is, I, I'm not going to do every pun, but they make every possible pun they can make about it. And there's... There's I think a ball a, sack pun, isn't there? Yeah. yeah um, there, we, I've seen too many body, bads, yeah, body ball bags and ball <laughs> That's right. sacks. I was going to say, I knew there was, there was one in there. And um, so there, 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 there's a lot of them. I, I think Bender gets fed up with it. At one point. I, th- I think that's like the, the catalyst for him getting angry at the end of the episode. Right. Is he's done with all the b- ball puns. And... Um, and because there was another one where it's like, um, everyone needs to calm down. Don't anyone get testy. <laughs> <laughs> and one of the ones I always remembered is, um, I can't remember if it's balls seriously licked or balls thoroughly licked. It's like the, right on the, on the headline, what, on, on the headline of the paper that they have in the future <laughs> for right. some reason. I'm going to see if it has it in here. Um, <laughs> But yeah, no, I mean, and they got they got Henry Kissinger's head and everything doing the <laughs> diplomat. Like it's like if you're a fan of Mash, or if you're a fan of just war stuff, this is just a yeah. huge joke on that. There's a lot of a lot of a lot of tribute paid to uh, a bunch of different things, like you were saying uh, mm-hmm. earlier. A lot of references. Uh, also, this does feature the um, recurring theme of Fry's uh, favorite song, "Walking on Sunshine." He sings it when he's um because. <laughs> They're in the shower, Kiff's having to scrub Brannigan, and then Fry's having to scrub Kiff, and he's singing it in the shower during right. that. And um, I've missed this before, but there's a reference that in the Sting episode, um, when they're sitting there, I think it's uh, Amy says he's walking on sunshine now. And I'm like, I kept forgetting that that is a song that he sings <laughs> periodically throughout the entire series. Yep. But the, the whole... Um, I guess a story for this is they go to, of course, um, sign a treaty with the with with the balls, Henry Kissinger, and they send Bender with them. But Bender's armed with a bomb that's voice activated, and it's from right. the list of the most common words he says. And oh man, I'm wasn't it the oh that's right that, that that's right yep. I'm going to see if I can find it because it, it is really funny because they work it into the episode where he says all the words leading up to it. And then just never. And then and but then there's like the um, the Bender's most unused words and it's antiquing. antiquing. Yeah. Yeah, that blows him up. Um, okay. Number 10, Chump. Number 9, Chumpette. Number 8, Yours. Number 7, Up. <laughs> Number 6, Pimp mobile. Number five, bite. Number four, my. Number three, shiny. Number two, daffodil. Number one, Bender's most popularly used words is ass. So, no, I mean, that. I, I try to do it in the same cadence of the thing, but yeah, that. Because it's funny, because he, he makes like all. He says all of those in 
in the um, episode, like yep. after you hear that, you hear all of the words said, and then it's pointed out. He's like, "Don't, don't say the a word." Oh, up yours, chump! I said it blah, 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 a number of times before lunch. <laughs> and then Fry is the line of, "If if you um if you say the a word, you'll blow us all to the h word." <laughs> so I I, j- I just really like this episode just because it's 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 so funny it and it's one. so dumb, and it's such a great episode in my opinion. So I just. And also, of course, the, the the big reveal when it's Leela that's been there the whole time, saving everyone's butt. And um, Fry's like, did like Fry didn't figure it out, and Zap's relieved because he thought he was having um, feelings for a man and everything. So that 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 whole joke was one of those I really enjoyed having and everything. Yeah. So um, yeah, so that's yeah. one I have not seen in a while, and I need to go back and watch it now that you, you made me want to go watch it's it. A, it's there, it's, it's a good one. That's a great one. It, it is definitely a good one. Um, and the opening credits for this one is a good one. It is touch your eyes to the screen for cheap laser surgery. <laughs> uh, the one for anthology of interest, which this is a dated reference technically. Hey, TiVo suggests yes, this. Yes, that's right. I remember seeing that and going, huh, I forgot about TiVo. Yes. <laughs> yes. And now, now you're reminded of it somehow from a show from 2002. So. No. So yeah, those are um I guess our top three episodes. You never asked me my third one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You what were is so your... busy talking about I, I your stuff? I knew first. actually. I said he's gonna forget my last one. I bet, and you did. Here's right. our three. <laughs> Here's our three. His two. Actually, his one technically. I was gonna say technically I've had one. Uh, so but my... it had three episodes. There we go. I was gonna say I they were they were all crammed into one. Yes. Uh, so my third one is. Another one kind of along the lines of Roswell that ends well that actually got a lot of acclaim and everything. But this isn't why I picked it. But I've always loved this one. Godfellas. Godfellas Love is a Love Godfellas. One. Uh, Bender gets shot. Just a quick synopsis. Bender is... Uh, they get attacked by space pirates. Actually, funny enough... This is weird. Way to interrupt me. No, but this is weird. It's not weird. No, it's weird. It, it is because... You ready for this? Episode da, 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 episode da, 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 three, season three, episode eighteen, anthology of interest, episode nineteen, Roswell that ends well. Guess what episode twenty is? I don't know. Godfellas. But that is really weird that all three of your was, episodes are in order. I was I, gonna say, I yeah. Hmm. I don't think that. I hope that wasn't intentional. Hmm. Whatever. No, I, I just was like, because I was looking it up, and I was like, wait a second, I had to click like almost the same spot for all of these. <laughs> Weird. Anyways, continue well, with, the, with the uh, synopsis. So anyway, the synopsis of the episode. Uh, Bender uh, is going to take a nap, and he can't get any shut-eye, so he sleeps in one of the uh, ship's uh, missile bays, and they get attacked by space pirates, and Fry <laughs> launches him out, and he gets sent into the far reach. They were going at maximum speed, so uh, Bender was fired even further and faster. Uh, so he's just lost in, into space, and they think he's gone forever. Uh, so Bender, so there's sort of two stories going on. Uh, they go back to Earth, and they want to try and go find him. Uh, they go search out monks who have a big space telescope, and uh, they uh, they try to find Bender. Meanwhile, Bender's floating aimlessly in space, and uh, a small he gets pelted with rocks, and he's like, even a pea-sized one could hit me in the head and then he goes hey, it kind of tickles it kind of tickles <laughs> and then he's getting and hit really by hurt. harsh and uh and then uh then he gets a, a small a little tiny alien civilization uh lands on him and i their name it was like i it was like around the tip of my tongue it was like the i feel like it's some candy reference i don't know anyway they they start they start living on him and shrimpkins uh, yes that's it um I think I think I think that is it. I that's what it says on the thing I'm looking at. Tiny so, humanoid shrimpkins. Yeah. So they 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 think Bender's God and they start making him beer. One commandment. God needs booze. Yep. <laughs> and uh they and they make uh they, they make him they make him beer, but then all the fumes call and making him beer maim all of them, but they think it's in the name of their god yep. and then the non-believers move to his ass and then they go to war and then even though there's still like this sort of like weird combination of like medieval serfdom and biblical age they also have nuclear bombs and they just bomb each other uh so then a floating aimlessly bender fails uh at being god and he's kind of distraught about it and then he floats into this big sort of cosmic entity galaxy nebula thing that talks to him which may or may not be god they're kind of ambiguous uh, yeah uh, about it and uh so 
and it, it gets very philosophical, which I kind of like about this. This is one of those episodes that gets kind of philosophical. Uh, and it brings up something that I do. It's a, it's a quote I do think of uh, fairly often. And it is the, um, he says, when you are doing the right thing, people won't be sure you've done anything at, at all. all. And it's true. And it's sort of a, it's a, it's a thing to think about uh, in your life. Cause I think I can think of that. I mean, I, I, I feel like I always try to do the right thing and, I don't get acknowledged for it. I'm not getting employee of the month or anything like that. So not at uh, Zingness, no. Oh man, maybe next time. I just got to do the wrong thing. Uh, but so I'll I notice. just think, and they, but it, there's there's a ton of great jokes. Like uh, when they're going to the to meet these monks, they because uh, they're like up in the Himalayas or whatever. Yeah, because so the, the B story is fry and yeah, Layla so they, trying to get them find them. So they go to they go to find these monks in the Himalayas and they go to the store and they're like uh, they're like one pack mule and the guy like raises a stick up and like gets a mule and one Sherpa and he like ah and he like pokes and he gets another one and uh, then they get to a, a bridge and uh, it's like it looks rickety they're like they make the donkey test out and it like, looks like it's gonna shake but then it's just like a conveyor belt but it's made of rickety it's made of rickety uh, boards and then the monks like they they, they, they kind of have like an Asian uh, sort of like yeah. a Buddhist uh, Buddhist monk kind of kind of vibe, even though they're not Buddhists, and they look like they're gonna fight. And then Leela's doing her yeah and everything like that. And then they're like, "Oh, we only practice not violent forms of martial arts." So he makes them go in the <laughs> oh, makes them go in the, uh, the closet. He makes them go in the closet. And there, we already boiled our shoes, Nathan. <laughs> um, there there is another one of my favorite lines, and this one is one I'll use very occasionally if I ever need something to go faster or uh-huh. I want something to go fast it's not even if we rub cheetah blood on the engine (laughs) (laughs) it is it is very rarely used by me but it does pop up every now and then like if i have slow internet or something yeah but it's just it's a good episode um i i think it has a good i think it's it has a you know it's a good like has a deeper deeper meaning you know philosophical kind of when you talk about philosophical episodes Mm -hmm. of futurum i think this is one of one of the great ones, and I just, I just love it. I remember when it first aired, like it's, going, I really like this episode, and then I just, it's stuck with me all these years. So. It's a good one, if I remember correctly. Once again, going to the commentary, and this Futurama is filled with a ton of visual like sight gags that are easily able to be missed. Right. One of them in this one is the pirate, and it's something to do with like he has like a certain number of like. His leg, he has a certain number of wooden legs, a certain number of, sho- like, he has more than two shoulders. Right. But they each have, like, it's, it's this weird <laughs> thing to where it's, like, this weird, like, math problem of a character. Right. And it's one of those things where they, to where they were, like, saying how, like, they, they found that, the writers found that so funny that they created this character. Right. And I'm like, this is this is a show for nerds done by nerds, right. and it's, it's the most it's amazing a, thing ever. It is, is such a, like, that character couldn't exist in any other show except yep. for Futurama. <laughs> so, so now that we're done, I did miss one person because I forgot to look up retweets uh-huh. off the original tweet. So this person will be mad at us. It's, of course, Riku. I was going to say, I thought Riku I, I thought mentioned. he did, too. So that's why I was like, oh, he retweeted it. So that's why I did not get it. So we'll go over his episodes to, to round out the last few minutes. Um, he did not have any crossover with us, but strangely, he could have had crossover with you considering the fact that the episode um, prior to your anthology of interest, which started off yours, mm. well, started off your trend, was A Pharaoh to Remember. It's a good one too. Is one of his. Yep. And that is a good episode. That's of course where Bender, where they go to a planet that is based, that is based on our Egyptian theology yeah. and stuff. Because they said that, because they make the joke of, oh, you must have been to, Earth. and they're like, no, we went to Earth, saw your what your Egyptians were doing, and then came back to our planet and did it <laughs> ourselves. Um, and then they point out that you know, wrapping their dead to stare to scare. Um, Avid and Costello, and then <laughs> Fry makes the right. comment of um, also Wolfman. Then Fry and Leela become slaves. Bender becomes the Pharaoh by basically banging his face into the um, into one of the monoliths and everything. Right. And then he makes him build giant a giant statue to him because he wants to be remembered and everything. And of course, the statue keeps saying "Remember me" the entire time too. <laughs> so that 
that's a, that's a great episode. I, I just really like the Egyptian stuff in that one. So that one's really funny, in my opinion, for that. So I don't know if you had any comments on that one. Yeah, no, it's a it's a funny episode. Um, and you know, it's another one where it's like, even though it's it's butting up against my 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 episodes, like it's one that like I I remember watching, but I need to go back and I'm just due for a rewatch of Futurama because it's one. We of those, all are. It's one of. The, I was gonna say there's never a bad time for that, but like it's kind of like The Simpsons. Where I there are like certain episodes I will go, just go to again and again and again mm-hmm. and again, but like there are other ones that are just as great and I don't think about watching and then until they they come up on you know a rerun or something and I'm like oh wow this is a great episode so so I that's one I need to go back and watch again just like yeah. every basically every episode including the three that I just watched to get ready for this episode I just need to watch them all again. So. Now this episode is one that I'm kind of trying to remember, and I feel like I was going to watch this one earlier and didn't. So, shame on me. The Fonsworth Paradox. This is the episode where the crew goes to a parallel universe and everything's like the coin flip opposite. Right. Of their that stuff. Is a, that is a very good episode. It's the one where Fry and Leela are married. Mm-hmm. Um, and are happily married. Um, Bender's gold as opposed to silver. And then the professor... Wasn't... Cut, like did not he had a scar across his head because he did an right. operation on his own brain. That's right. And then um, wasn't one of the characters gender swapped, or am I thinking of another one? No, I think of the episode where they all gender swapped. I think you're thinking of the episode they all gender. But I remember sw- this. I remember there being all the yeah. the different. Uh, wasn't Hermes skinny? Hermes, I think. Maybe I'm having my own paradox, and I'm thinking of an alternate version of this from an alternate universe. No, there, there's there's an episode where Hermes becomes super skinny. I don't think it's. <laughs> I'm just like putting. No, in all he, these he has weird he, he has blonde hair. He has blonde That's hair. That's right. One. That's right. His blonde dreadlocks. Some of them are just different colors. Very like minor, minor. Yeah, because Zoidberg yeah. is blue. Um, oh, I'm trying to remember what Amy. Or if Amy's even in this episode. Right. I need another again another episode. I need to go back and watch. Yeah. All right. I think I'm just gonna start after I finish Neon Genesis. I think Futurama from the start is my next binge and his final episode which this one is one i watched recently just for no apparent reason is less than heroes this is the episode this is the one where they become superheroes yes that is a great episode with with, with miracle cream and the subplot that focuses on uh, leela and her parents this episode has also one of my favorite quotes from futurama because so the, is, it, is it the opening one soon no. to be a major religion? This is where like they're being summoned and but they're like in the mayor's office and they're like looking for an excuse to leave and it's like boom and boom and then Fry just goes and I've just lost the will to live and he just jumps out <laughs> yeah. the, the window just very nonchalantly then they're there. I will say that all the time when I need to leave a room. I'm like I don't know what to say. I don't know, but I'll just be like and I've just lost the will to live and I'll just <laughs> run out of the room. No, I mean that's it's it's a great episode. Um, uh, also has a very good. Zoidberg line where they're going through the side effects of the cream. They give him superpowers, and it's like control over sea, uh, control over sea life. Hey Zoidberg, come here. Screw you. And he's like, <laughs> cross that one off. <laughs> nope. <laughs> um. Oh no. It's because they they, they 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 have the song in there too. The um the the go 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 new justice team. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um. And then it's okay. Do you remember all their superhero alter? I, I'm cheating because I can see it, but do you remember? Any I don't. Of them? I okay. don't remember them. Fry is Captain Yesterday, Leela is Clabarella, and That's Bender right. is Super King. <laughs> I love Clabarella. <laughs> um, I His name is awesome. Well, I, I love her costume because she's got like the um, it looks like the hammer and the sickle, mm. but it's just like a woman with a, it's it's an it's an arm holding a um, rolling pin. Right. So no, I mean this this has a great great episode. It's got the um, it's got the supervillain, the zookeeper. Yep. Which was and I, he and he's kind of, and he's very much a play on the um, like a like a bat like a sixties yeah Batman yeah villain, yeah like from the Adam West show. I, I love when they go over all. Of, I can't remember all of his creatures, but I I remember the um the elephant and he's like he's got an elephant that never forgets to kill. <laughs> It's it's just like I said it's it's just great because it's just such stupid humor with some of these jokes and I like I said I love this show um so much and also by the way his favorite character is Zoidberg yeah so once again good, another good, one good pick, in the Zoidberg 
a Zoidberg camp. So, so Riku, we didn't forget you. I just forgot to look it up that way. But we end the episode by going over all of yours um, and everything. But, yeah, I mean, like I said, great series. It's a great I, show. And, I mean, I honestly think someday we're going to get more episodes. It's I, just one of those shows. It's ripe for rebirth. It's kind of a theme in the show. Mm-hmm. And I really think that kind of is it's a, it's a very meta thing. So, I, I don't think, I mean, the, the way the, the final, the, as of right now, the last episode ends, they totally could play yep. off of that. So, I mean, it's I think right now Hulu has the exclusive streaming rights, so they do. Maybe Hulu will be like, "Hey, let's uh, let's make a new series." Or I mean, I guess Disney owns it now because of the whole Fox yeah. thing. So maybe Disney will be like, "Hey, let's make some new episodes of Futurama," because I would be really happy. I would, I would be too. I mean, they they did a great job with it. I mean, I'd even be willing to get more of the movies. I I think so too. I know none of us mentioned the movies, and those are kind of broken up as technically. Yeah, they they ended up making all of those like an, an, like an entire season. Yeah, like kind of like a bridging the gap season between the old and the new mm-hmm. uh, ones. So yes, that is technically all really fifth good. season. Yeah. Fifth season, yep. uh, Bender's Big Score. Beast of the Billion Backs, Bender's Game, and Into the Wild, Wild Green, Green Yonder. Yeah. Bender's Game, if, if I had to pick one, Bender's Game is my Bender's favorite. Game is amazing. Just because of it being basically a D&D fantasy right. thing and everything. And all those people are so nerdy with that stuff. Uh, I, okay, I just want to mention one episode out of the new series real quick. Or out of the new portion of it. Uh, the Mobius, Mobius Dick. Yes, where it's, where it's Moby Dick, yep. but it's in space. That that is, that's a great episode. It's just funny how like no one mentioned the, any of the newer episodes. I'm like, I I like a lot of them, it, but it's just I think we had so much time with the original. Right, ones, I was, we had more we time had. to let them soak in. Uh, one one episode I really like. For, I mean, I like all, all of them, but one of the ones I really like from the new series, the the, the rebirth, I guess, is the uh, the one called a Colonial Adventure, where they go back to the 1776. Oh, where the, and yes. they they travel back, and one of my favorite jokes, and they make several references to it. So. If you look at like old colonial writings, sometimes they'll they'll be the the, the letter S, but it kind of looks like an F. And they ask about that, and then <laughs> throughout the episode, several times they go to say, I don't want to say too many, but they say go to say the S word, and the, but they say it with an F in front of it, so mm-hmm. it's like don't be a fit head. <laughs> and at one point, they get Connie goes, oh fit. <laughs> that is just one of my favorite jokes, and I love that so much. Oh. You just reminded me. They were really good about getting around the standards with cussing. Yes. And one of my favorite ones, and I can't believe I didn't say it, was from Raging Bender, where he's fighting the lumberjack, and he gets hit in the back with an axe, and he has a hole in his back, and Leela says, stop scratching your axe hole and get out there. <laughs> right. I forgot about that, because they were straight up told, you can't say asshole. All right. And their and their response was, okay, fine. Okay, we'll say axle. Well, I mean, it's, I mean, obviously balls aren't thing but you know just like you were saying yeah. in the wars the h word it's just you know it's the balls thoroughly licked and stuff like that like they you're right they had a very good way about getting around uh things that are taboo by the fcc so. well the funny thing is like the sims like a lot of them wrote for the simpsons and stuff and the simpsons like had carte blanche do a lot of whatever they wanted because it sure. was the simpsons i know that from like they got very little notes and I know from the commentaries and stuff, like, they said that they, they get, like, small booklets back. Right. Half the time. On, like, just really mundane and dumb stuff. So yeah. that's why they, they they really, like, when they took the opportunities, they took the opportunities. Um, I just want to mention a few characters that I'm surprised neither of us talked about or, did, or never got to. Um, I mean, we, we, we did talk about Scruffy, so we got that. But Sal... Oh, the the, 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 guy, uh, the, the guy, garbage that, man who puts an S at the end like, of everything. You yep. guys. <laughs> and that, that's another one from the commentary. They they made a joke that originally it was just every now and then. And then by the end of the series, it was just every word, every had, an word S had an S at the end. And um, Hypnotoad. Hypnotoad. I love how on uh, one of the movies, it had a whole episode of the mm-hmm. Hypnotoad. And it was just like, it would show the house. And then yeah. it was the Hypnotoad for a half an hour. Yep. <laughs> uh, everyone loves Hypnotoad. Yep, it is from the called. Bender's Big Score. Yep. It is a full-length, 22-minute episode of Everybody Loves Hypnotoad, titled Amazon Adventure. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> it, it is. Um, no, I mean, like, like I said, I, I would love to see this series again. Um, my admission of not having any of the newer episodes is, like, my top 
for these picks is nothing against those episodes. No, they're at all. fantastic. They're still really good. Uh, even even the jump to cable, I still feel like didn't it wasn't like oh man we're on cable we're gonna be edgier like i feel like has always had this perfect amount of edge but they knew when to be clever about it to kind of yeah like we've been talking about to kind of get around uh standards and practices and it makes it that much funnier it just makes it so i think it's with those limitations that it's it, it, it knows how to use those to their advantage and make well, it a, a much funnier show well one of the one of the things was the uh in i'm not even gonna try it in the God of Avila and a God of Alila. Yeah, yeah, that one. Uh, that that one. They had the and whole s- whole whole plot with the um the was it vagina or whatever it was called. Oh yeah, yeah. They, they they had a whole thing where it was um talking about like using profanity and stuff like that. Which I'm like, you you saying I'm like I guess this is the joke of them making that they can use cussing and stuff. Now, right. And that's the whole like that they used to get scrubbed by it and everything but but yeah i mean this this is definitely um one of my favorite i I, actually this is my favorite series i i I mean because every time it's ended it's it's ended with such like a good like yes there could always be more but what they have is perfect right now and every time the series has ended it's ended on that note and i can never not be happy with that right so that's why this is one of those yes the simpsons is a great series right i still but say it has an end point for me where i'm like right i know it keeps going but like for me the like that first 10 episodes or that first 10 seasons of the simpsons is just so perfect for me yeah i can ignore the i mean it's hard it's getting harder but it's hard it's easier to ignore the other 20 years that aren't that great for these 10 episodes but that being said i think futurama is the better show it is a better it is a better show than the simpsons it, it is it is and i mean not, nothing as simpsons it's just a, a lot of shows because there is i'm i really do want to do an episode one day on it i don't think we've done it yet in a hundred and some episodes we've done of um shows that could have been not like shows that didn't get made but shows that got made and had like a shorter run like um firefly is one i always go to because yeah. i loves it it's does it have that cult following because there was the opportunity was I mean the potential wasn't reached right or is it because we were really robbed of something that could have been amazing sure. like that that's 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 the thing with that show that I love and hate at the same time with a lot of these shows is you have such a huge like where could this have gone Futurama I don't have that for yeah I'd love to see more but I have enough it, I was gonna say exactly it is, I, I feel like it, it's it's another very Futurama ish thing where it's going to pretty much always be the perfect amount like if mm-hmm. they always like wherever they've ended it multiple times they could leave it there and it'd be fine but if they do more it's not gonna ruin it to be like oh man they really got bad for this point like the quality has been consistent I mean and will and I feel and I feel like if they bring it back it will continue yeah. to be consistent. I mean, like I said, I think the only reason the newer stuff doesn't resonate with people as much is because you haven't, like, you had five plus, I think five, I think it was five years, I had it in front of me, five some years or more than that before we had any new stuff at all. So, I mean, you had that time to where, this was was big buying DVDs, like, of seasons and stuff. And I know, like I said, I bought these, I have these. Um, I even contemplate, even though I already have a complete set, they had like a complete like one box right, everything like the in big it. Fold, yeah. yeah, and I was yeah. like, I, I kind of want to get that too. Yeah, but no, I mean it's 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 a great series, and like I said I do want to want to come back to it one day again, revisit it, discuss it in a different light. Uh, maybe some of the most more emotional episodes, sure. some of the the parodies they did because they did tons of them, or just an excuse to talk about Futurama. Again. I was gonna say there's there's so many things we can we can talk about. Um, you know, there's just there, I mean, it's a it's a it's the show that keeps on giving. Um, like, so one of my favorite pieces, I saw this fan art somewhere. It's two of my favorite things: Futurama and Chrono Trigger. And it was the cat. It was the seven. It was the main cast members of Chrono Trigger. Mm-hmm. But like Fry was Chrono, and it worked out because they both have red hair. Yes. Um, <laughs> Frog was the Hypno Toad. Uh, Bender was uh, was Robo. Just they. It was just like the most. Uh, Lilo was Isla, and it mm-hmm. works out because fighting Cavewoman. Miss Karate. It's just it was such a great. Oh, and the professor was Luca, um, and 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 Marl and and Marl uh, was, was Amy. And it, someone was like in the comments. I can't remember even where I might have been. It might have been on Facebook or like a fan group or Reddit. I don't know somewhere. And someone was like, now name all of your on your next playthrough of Chrono Trigger. 
name your characters their Futurama counterpart and just imagine them doing the voices and Luca as the professor was amazing. I actually did it. I was like, this is hilarious. So stuff like that. There's so many things you, you, we can, we can discuss uh, Mm -hmm. with it. So yeah. Yeah. So um, if you haven't already commented on, on Twitter, on Facebook, let us know what your favorite top three episodes are, who your favorite character is. Um, Statistically, it's probably going to be Zoidberg. I'm, I'm, I'm saying that why be- not zoidberg yeah why not zoidberg one zoidberg please um so ironically no one's favorite episode was the lobstertainment one it's true and someone did point out the mating one that was their favorite yeah, but i'm like the lobstertainment one. one is another one that ha- is another is- one i was kind of considering because it was another zoidberg centric one is that oh no way i'm thinking i'm trying because there's another one where which one's the one where they're the La Brea tar pits? Is that that one still or? Uh, can't remember. No, I feel like it is because they make some joke about Sylvester Stallone. They're like, "Oh, you have Sylvester Stallone. It's like a Neanderthal body stuck that's to Fry's right. leg." That's right. Yeah, that's that. That's what it is. I was thinking of the episode where they go to L.A. and it's um the, the the future woman. The, I mean the the twenty the his um girlfriend. Oh passed. yeah, that's right, that's right. But that's but that's for the the re premiere of um Biodome. Yeah, that's that's right. See, it's it's funny because they they do kind of have um have reoccurring things. Also, this is another one I just want to. I, I know we're supposed to be ending this, but there's another thing where they apparently for the writers' room had like a cue card for like courtroom. <laughs> Because it was so frequently you like they ended up in a courtroom, right? For the, they they just have like a cue card that they just put up to emphasize the rest of the scenes in a courtroom, right? With the the, the rooster lawyer, yes, yes, um, uh, yeah. So I I definitely um would love to come back to this, but yeah, let, let us know, and um, I I definitely think it would be great to do an episode on what could have been too yeah. of uh, different series that had like a moment and then. We'll never know what happened with them. So on that note, uh, we will see you guys next week. Okay, bye.